Welcome to the Mike Davis Show. It's Wednesday here in St. Augustine, and we want to start the show with a very popular phrase everyone's saying around town, Pete Melfi rocks. Everywhere you go, people are saying Pete Melfi rocks. That is true. Wow, it's just amazing. I mean, it's almost become the new hello for St. Augustine. Yeah, for sure. Yes, Pete Melfi rocks. It's Mm -hmm. become a phrase. Yes. Right now, today. guess who else rocks? Who? Davey. Davey rocks. Yes, Mm -hmm. they do. Yeah. Davey actually pedals. Mm-hmm. When are you going to the spin class, by the way? So we'll work that out. I love the video of you going to the spin class. <laughs> that was so cool and so fun. We have all, all kinds of great things for you guys yeah, today. Sure. We do, we do. We have a story that we promised you. We'd wait till Thursday. You begged us for today. Yes. We asked you to bring extra people to the show. Mm-hmm. So I'm holding out until I see <laughs> you bringing extra people. But it is it is out there. Right. And yes, Davey pedals. Davey does pedal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And before we get started, um, I finally noticed after two weeks mm-hmm. that you're wearing makeup on the show. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> In typical guy fashion, mm-hmm. two weeks later, I go, oh, you're wearing makeup. Yeah. So I started wearing makeup when you were gone on vacation. I figured yes. I was going to be the one that was leading the show. I should yeah. be professional. Yes. And so I think every <laughs> show but one, I've worn makeup since then yes and the only reason i wasn't that one day is because i wasn't home before i came here Mm -hmm. uh so yeah it took that long how long was your vacation a week and it's been a week back so two weeks okay yeah two solid weeks Mm -hmm. yeah and a shout out to davy for letting us know that there are parlor donuts in the refrigerator man those donuts are good (laughs) and parlor's the best thank you parlor ah you guys rock thanks Mm -hmm. parlor that's a double shout-out. You deliver them in the morning. Someone tells us in the afternoon. You get I the free shout-out in the afternoon as well. All day long. It's the way to go. And those parlor awesome. donuts are good all day long. <laughs> they are. They're good. And you guys put them in the refrigerator in a box that barely fit in the refrigerator. It just barely fit. Yes. Yeah. Which is, one, it's amazing they got put up. Davey must have done that. He definitely did <laughs> it wasn't that. Pete. He wanted to make sure that we had a chance at the donuts. Yeah, it wasn't Pete. Those things looked amazing. Mm-hmm. I love good donuts. I'm a donut hound, I gotta yeah. tell you. I'm gonna uh, have to take one for my husband because he's a donut freak. You need to take one yeah. for Louie. That yeah, for would sure. be awesome. Yes. I'm not I don't know how well I guess Davey does so many spin classes he can eat all the donuts he wants. Yeah. I walk past that donut box and I put on weight now. When I was a dolphin trainer, I burned like twenty thousand calories a day. It was mm-hmm. insane. I could eat anything, all the pasta, all the sugar, everything. Like a case of soda a day. It didn't matter. Yeah, when I wanted to weigh, when I wanted to be heavier, mm-hmm. my body's metabolism was running nine thousand miles an hour, yeah. and it didn't matter how much I ate, how much I it just I could never put on weight. And as I've gotten older, my body's like, "Oh yeah, I remember when you wanted to put on weight." I'm like, "No, no, not now, yeah. not now, <laughs> not no." Yeah. So yeah, sure. it's a completely different thing now. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Nope, all clay. But, oh, clay was the responsible one. Of course, he was. He's a good guy. Play Although, rocks. he was invited to our Memorial Day barbecue. Yeah. And he was like, oh, yeah, that sounds great. Mm-hmm. Doesn't show up. Yeah. Nope. Ghosts me. He doesn't read my text about the the fire starting until 6.30 a.m. the next day. I was ignored. Well, actually. My he, friend ignored me. He did better than me. It took me two weeks to notice you were wearing makeup. So. Clay still hasn't mentioned my makeup. It's okay. <laughs> ah, all right. Let's talk about our sponsors before we get into some great stories and keep you guys okay. laughing all day and give you some news, too. Uh, locally owned and operated, Carmelo's Pizzeria and 123 Burger House are staples of the Tringali family. 
Um, they're both amazing restaurants. They're right on King Street. They're about a block and a half from one another. Uh, one serves an amazing New York-style brick oven pizza. Mm-hmm. The other's got burgers, wings, salads, and they do have a wood-fired pizza there as well. Uh, both 123 Burger House and Carmelo's offer dine-in, takeout, and delivery through Bite Squad and Grubhub. And the Tringali family and all of their staff would like to thank you for your business. They love you guys, and they have great staff. I had lunch Absolutely. there last week at the Burger House. Yeah. Really, really good. And your son got married at their barn? He did. He got married at the but they don't own the barn anymore. Uh, Chris yeah. and Don, she own it now. It was an amazing weekend. and. Mm-hmm. They were awesome, but yeah, it is an amazing bar, and the Tringales did a great job with that. So, yes. All right. Hey, Pete's watching. Remember, Pete rocks. Pete rocks. <laughs> Everyone's <laughs> saying that around town. If you come to St. Augustine, you have to greet people with Pete rocks. Mm-hmm. That's just how you say hello down here. It's really. because of the billboard, I think. Uh, 100%. And the coming signage on the new um, carousel. Oh, yeah? I am talking to that developer right now. You know what? I, as a parent that has lots of kids that love that carousel, I would be very happy for the carousel to be back in St. Augustine. I just want to see the 904 now yeah. going around and around and if around on the carousel. That's it. <laughs> It's, it's great. When you have Troy's credit card, you can do anything. Oh, that's right. Yes. we got Troy's credit card. You can do anything. All right. Who do you got for sponsors today? Opening their doors in 2008, Brightway Insurance, the Casey Agency, has proudly stood by their customers through hurricanes, major floods, hail, and fires. Through these events, the agency has become a much-needed insurance resource in times of trouble and hardship. Honesty and integrity are the pillar pillars of our core values, says owner Ashley Casey. We pride ourselves on being insurance experts while developing strategies that help our clients meet their insurance needs. We truly enjoy the relationships we have formed in the office, and everyone has a real love for St. Augustine, which inspires all of their best. For all your insurance needs, Brightway Insurance. I also have South State Bank. The team at South State Bank is a group of bankers you can count on. Their approach to building long-term relationships with their customers is the best in the business. If you are looking for a banking relationship you can depend on, check out South State Bank. They've got three locations to serve you. St. Augustine at State Road 312, State Road 16, and on the beach. Or you can visit their website, southstatebank.com. They are a member FDIC. Right, and Bozard Ford Lincoln, their goal is to make sure your time and experience buying a new or used car is fun, stress-free, and enjoyable. Bozard is a family-owned Ford dealership here in St. Augustine since 1949. They have been ranked the number one automotive dealership in the country by Dealer Raider. They receive back-to-back President's Awards from Ford Motor Company, which is the highest honor they give to their dealers. Go out and check out Bo, Letty, all the staff. Um, you can also check them out at, at uh, BozardFord.com online. But I'd go see them because we can't go see them. You can go get the Pete Melfi 904 Now Burger yes. at Ford's Garage, which makes the trip complete. Absolutely. It's like icing on top of the cake on that trip. Yes, you do. Or the icing on top of those donuts that's in the refrigerator. Oh, so good. <laughs> yes. Woo, that's so good. Yeah. So, so very good. All right. So we have all kinds of stuff today. But in the first segment, I kind of... I. Uh-huh. I think Trump's in trouble. Do you? I have been a Trump. I, I said Trump was good. I said mm-hmm. Trump's going to win. Yeah. I thought Trump had all these advantages in 2016. He made a lot of people angry by the time 2020 rolled around. Yeah. Kind of had a perfect storm of COVID and civil unrest and all of those things mm-hmm. that did not help. Yeah. I figured four years on the sideline, Trump would kind of moderate a little bit. 
yeah. realized that the the stupid stuff that he said had finally made enough people mad that they wouldn't vote for him. Mm-hmm. Right? So it was stupid stuff Trump said in 2016 versus the most corrupt person ever running yeah. for office. Trump wins. Yeah. Stupid stuff in 2020 mm-hmm. and all the stuff prior to that yeah. versus someone who is incompetent, mm-hmm. an incompetent one. Mm-hmm. Right? So now you've got a primary with Governor Ron DeSantis. Yeah. I've not met with Ron DeSantis. I want to make that perfectly clear. No cheese sandwiches. No cheese sandwiches. <laughs> I, I have no, nothing that I'm mm-hmm. uh, holding back here. But but Ron DeSantis enters the race. Yep. So you would think Trump would realize, hey, I've got to find uh, a better way to communicate. And he is, I think he's a good communicator. Yeah. Just sometimes he, he communicates be. stupidly. Most of the time, yeah. Okay. And so... Kaylee McInerney is sitting in on Fox News. Oh, man. So Kaylee reads a poll. Mm-hmm. Trump gets mad at the way she reads the poll. Oh, no. So Trump goes out on Truth Social. Oh, great. Kaylee Milktoast McInerney just gave the wrong poll numbers on Fox News. I'm 34 points up on DeSanctimonious, not 25 up. Well, 25 is great. It's not 34. She knew the number was corrected upwards by the group that did the poll. The rhinos and globalists can have her. Fox should only use real stars. Mm. This woman, yeah, cancer survivor, mm-hmm. went out and took your crap mm-hmm. every single day at the podium mm-hmm. and made you look good. Mm-hmm. Was one of the best press secretaries yep. I have Very prepared. ever seen. Mm-hmm. And you had that to say. So I just, yeah. there's a lot of Kaylee fans out there. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of people that fully support yep. how well she did her job in one of the toughest times to do that job. Yeah. KJP, Karine Jean-Pierre, hasn't answered a single question in the entire time she's been press secretary. She's gotten mad at people, though. She's the worst press secretary of all time. She perfectly fits Joe Biden. Worst president of all time, right? Yeah. But if she's tr- worse than the redhead, what's her name? Uh, Jen Saki. Oh, she was bad. She was condescending, but yeah. she was at least she could answer the questions. Kate, On occasion. Kate, oh man, just bad. But anyway, okay. This is not the way that you build people to want to vote for you. This, this is, is the way you send people who want to vote for you to somebody else, yeah. i.e., Ron DeSantis. Yeah. If I'm DeSantis, I send. A, I would have sent a note out on social media today. Kaylee's more than welcome in my administration. Well, that's what I was just about to say. It's an excellent way to send Kaylee, who is obviously a very competent mm-hmm. person to represent a politician. Um, very savvy, very well prepared. She was well liked by lots of people and even the people that didn't like her typically respected her because she knew her stuff. It's an excellent way to send her directly to Ron DeSantis. I mean, if I was her, I would have buzzed Ron DeSantis's people and been like, Hey, you need somebody. Yeah, need me to do a voiceover on your <laughs> yeah. next ad. Right. I, I, it just, if that's the way you're trying to build up people to vote for you, it's the wrong way to do it. Yeah. There's several other things that I, that I look at bad news. Um, DeSantis and Trump have been sparring over how DeSantis did in Florida mm-hmm. during COVID. Yeah. Somebody came. No, go ahead. Why is it not a good path? It's not a good path for Trump. 
Yeah. Anyone who's in Florida or anyone who wanted to be in Florida. Which was a lot of people because they still keep moving here. Um, Hence, we had to put a billboard up to stop it. We tried. We tried with we everything did. we could. Pete, that's why Pete stood alone. That's right. And that's yep. why we greet people with Pete Rocks. Pete Rocks. So, yeah. anyone who saw Florida and envied Florida or was very happy that they lived in Florida, they're going to look at Trump's attacks and be like, uh, you're not being honest about this. And Ron DeSantis has very little to be ashamed of in how he handled the state of Florida. And by very little, I mean, like, minuscule. So, one of the worst governors, in my mind, Mm -hmm. of handling the pandemic was uh, Cuomo. Mm -hmm. Right? One of the worst possible ones. Yeah. Right? So bad that his record got to be something that they couldn't hide anymore, so they got him out with other allegations. So Trump and DeSantis are sparring back and forth over how well Florida did, and Cuomo comes to Trump's defense. Oh, yeah? Yes. Nipple bars himself? Yes. Now, me, again, uh, Christine Pasha and all of the people that do the media Mm -hmm. for Ron DeSantis, Mm -hmm. if there's not an ad that comes out shortly... That says Donald Trump handled COVID so bad, um, Cuomo agrees with him, mm-hmm. right? I, if you don't run that in a, in a Republican primary, or, or Cuomo, Governor Cuomo agrees with Donald Trump about COVID, if you don't run an ad like that, yeah, you, you're missing an opportunity. I expect it to be, I mean, the DeSantis team is supposed to be pretty savvy with this. Mm-hmm. You know, I would expect those two responses fairly quickly. Mm-hmm. They're easy ones. And I think Trump is out of touch with his supporters, especially the base, because most of them were not, did not approve of the handling of COVID, did not approve of shutting down the country, did not approve of being forced to take the vaccines. Yeah. None of those things. Did not approve. There's a huge government being handed over to unelected bureaucrats. Yeah. And so I think there are the people who love Trump and will always vote for Trump every time he's on the ballot. Mm -hmm. Those people exist. We love you. There are the people that voted for Trump because they had no other options. And I think that some of those Trump voters were hoping that they would see some personal growth and some maturity and how he handles people mm-hmm. in this primary. And I don't think they're going to love the attitude getting worse. So, But it also doesn't project strength. It doesn't project strength and confidence on Trump's part on how he handled this situation for him to be sitting out in the corner pointing his finger like a whiny kid saying, oh, yeah, well, he did worse. That's not the term after whiny, but we'll accept kid in this instance. I am a mother. That's right. Whitmer was terrible. (laughs) Whitmer was was terrible. Yes. She's why healthy young people were put in a nursing homes and beat the snot out of old people. Cuomo put people back in the people that had recovered from COVID put them back in a nursing home. Whitmer had no filter on who uh, she put back and she put violent offenders who the family members themselves said they never should have been put into even roommate situations with anyone much less vulnerable people. And that old man that was beaten by that younger gentleman who was COVID positive ended up refusing to eat after that treatment and he died. So, so let me, I think that, that when Trump makes these comments, Mm -hmm. people that were solidly Trump. Yeah. That now have someone 
like Governor DeSantis running. Go, maybe I'll give DeSantis a look. Mm-hmm. Trump continues this crap. Yeah. And they're going to give DeSantis a second look. Mm-hmm. Trump continues this crap, and they may go, you know what? I just don't want to deal with this crap anymore. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go with DeSantis. Yeah. And the liberal media is helping DeSantis nationwide with the Republican base when they say he's worse than Trump. Well, right? Because yeah. then the Republican base said, well, we definitely got to look at this guy. <laughs> yeah. If they think he's worse than Trump, he's worth a look. Yeah. Sometimes it's not who's talking nice about you. Sometimes it's who's talking bad about you. And you're like, oh, they must be good. None of us on the right believe a ounce of anything that comes out of any reporter's mouth on the left. Mm. All the mainstream media. So if they tell you Ron DeSantis is the most dangerous person, wait a minute, I thought Trump was the most dangerous person. He must be pretty. If you guys hate him, I definitely want to give him a look. Well, also, if you've been paying attention to politics for the last 30 years, every Republican that has had a chance at the White House or won the White House was the most dangerous Republican ever. Mm -hmm. Every single one. There's not a single one that it, there's, it's, it's that on the tip they're of my okay tongue. with. It's on the tip of my tongue. What did they say? Existential threat. Yes, they're all yeah. existential threats. How do they teach them that in class? Like in kindergarten, is that what they teach the little kids? I think they just existential download threat. it into their software. Existential threat. It's an existential threat. Global warming is an existential threat. in like the Matrix. They just download it. Cows are farts are existential threats. Cows burps are existential threats. <laughs> Donald Trump's an existential threat. Now you're talking AOC. Oh, she's an existential threat. All right. Oh, there's a fun AOC Twitter story. We can talk about tomorrow. She's a lot to talk about. She's proof positive that we are losing intelligence in this country. There's a study that for the first time in a hundred years, the IQ levels dropping. Right there, poster child. And she's successful. She's a congresswoman. AOC. She's a congresswoman. See exhibit AOC. There's probably a few exhibits on the right. We do have George Santos on the right. We do. We do. So we also have Lindsey Graham, but I still say people that are that are dogging on George Santos. He hasn't done anything different at an early age that Biden did. He could be president oh, yeah. one day. He is currently. He could be president one day, or something. Diane Feinstein can't even remember. Oh, oh, too soon. Yeah, she's been there ninety five years, but she's only recently been incapacitated because of that. No, no, no. She's been no. It's just so obvious now. That Fetterman looks good. Is that why they're keeping her in? Yeah, it's so obviously that Fetterman looks good. If she goes, Fetterman will start to look bad again. Is Feinstein, are Feinstein and Fetterman there to try and draw the attention so Biden looks competent and coherent? Semi-competent and semi-coherent. I'll give you a semi on that. I can't give you a full competency. No comment. <laughs> <sighs> Yes. Like Fetterman's 6'9". Everything's a low blow on him. Yeah. Some said it's a low blow. I don't know which yeah, one was the low was blow. I talking about Feinstein. Feinstein? I'm sorry. She's been there for forever. Yeah. She can't even remember what she told the Chinese driver. Well, she doesn't think the that Chinese spy driver. Time. Yeah, no. I've been here the whole time. Of course you have, ma'am. Of course Sam. you have. <laughs> All right. Um, yes, Davy, Ted Cruz did uh, get all upset about gay rights in another country, in Africa. Uh, I haven't read that one. There's a country in Africa, Davy, tell me which one, um, where any sex between men 
or between women and women is mm-hmm. punishable basically by death. Yeah. It, it's um, the, the law. It's a pretty severe law. Ted Cruz came out opposing it, to which he got, I believe the term is ratioed by ratioed, yeah. everyone about, hey, wait a minute, we're at Uganda. Okay. Nothing good has ever happened in my lifetime in Uganda. No. Idi Amin I heard, was the head of Uganda. I heard that in Russia you can't get a driver's license if you're childless. And that was can that was I have not heard that targeting the LGBTQ community specifically, but also uh, childless the, adults. I think that's more targeting childless adults uh, because the Russian uh, birth rate had dropped so precipitously yeah. that they decided that hey, we got to get this movie. Yeah, so they yeah. need people to make babies so they can drive cars. I thought I had stepped so, in an alternate reality. I've, I've actually followed Ted Cruz's career for yeah. probably about 10 years. Wait a minute. Melissa, you don't have to vote for him in the Democratic primary. It's okay. <laughs> I, so what I have seen is that he's fine with what adults do between adults. Mm-hmm. He isn't fine with forcing religious organizations to do things that go against their tenets. Um, but consenting adults, what I've always seen from him is consenting adults can do what consenting adults do. So I know that like the meme of Ted Cruz, this seems weird, but if you've been following what he's been saying for the past 10 years, it's not weird for him to say, Hey, like adults can do adult things with other adults as long as everyone's consenting. Okay. I just thought it was interesting that he chose that one to pop in. I don't know. He's, like the, the, the thing he's I mean, an interesting cat. I mean, he's quoting Princess Bride one minute, and then he's talking about Uganda the next. You have, you have people in this country that do not understand and value what a great place this is to live, mm-hmm. that will run this country down and ignore the stuff that goes on in other parts of the world that is far worse than what they accuse of going on in the United States. Mm-hmm. We have an example of that in one of our other stories, which oh. we'll get to. Okay. I mean, but it, it's, to me, the hypocrisy of all mm-hmm. of that is it. You live in the freest place in the world, mm-hmm. the one that has the greatest economic opportunity, the greatest um, potential for growth. Mm-hmm. Uh, people that are born poor in this country are not destined to die poor in this country. People that are born rich aren't guaranteed that they're going to be rich at the end of it. People are constantly falling out of the upper bracket and people yeah. are constantly moving up into the middle bracket and the middle bracket to the upper bracket. It's That's true. the beauty of capitalism. It's the beauty of the system we live in. And you have people that have come from other places that are a train wreck mm-hmm. in a dumpster fire. I'll leave the last one out. You can imagine it. It's part but of a show. Here, but once they're here, well. they're, they do, but they try to run down the country that gave them the opportunity. Well, not necessarily them. So, yeah. All right. So, you before we get to um, the stories, you did mention Louis was, was he at a building? Yeah. So, my husband now works at a job where he travels to lots of medical facilities, mm-hmm. and he calls me on his way home, and he lets me know that he had just realized he was in the Davis building of Mayo Hospital, and he was kind of curious as to whether that was named after any particular Davises that we know. Yes. And so I think he found a plaque that included the, the words A.D. Davis yes. and philanthropic donor. So is there a story there? There, there is a story there. So uh, A.D., my grandfather, came from Madison off of a tobacco farm. Okay. Right? There is another A.D. that was uh, Jacksonville history, uh, one of the owners of the Winn-Dixie. Okay. Concept. 
So the Winn-Dixie Davises did extremely well with the Winn-Dixie franchise, the supermarkets. They gave generously back um, to organizations. When I first uh, came back to town in the late 80s, early 90s, talking to a lot of suppliers and subcontractors up in Jackson, like, oh, you're you're part of the, the Winn-Dixie Davises. I'm like, no, they've never adopted us. <laughs> we are available for adopting if they'd like to. <laughs> yeah. Um, but no, we came from Madison, Florida. Mm-hmm. However, if you'd like to give me the same discount you're willing to give them, I'm yeah. more than happy to accept that. I mean, um, somewhere far enough back, there's got to yeah. be some. Well, I, I give the, the Winn-Dixie Davis full credit for yeah. donating. They've been done a great job in Jacksonville. There's a lot of families that have. They're one of them. But no, that is not us. Okay. Uh, fortunately, unfortunately, because that would make us like famous, and that's mm-hmm. never good. Yeah. Like it's not it's not the generation that gets famous sometimes, it's the next two or three generations that get ruined. So yeah, I'm like I want my kids to be fine. Yeah. I'll live poor so that my kids can be the famous ones. <laughs> right on. Then I have to worry about my grandkids. So anyway, that's the story about the Davis All right. building. All right, here's our topics for the day. Okay. Hidden in here is the story that some of you wanted to see. And I have not seen Bye. Barbara Jean in comments today. I know. I don't we, Barbara Jean begged for the story. Tomorrow she's gonna be begging to repeat the story probably. I know. All right, so here's yeah. our topic. Call her and catch her up. All right. And we're looking for the story involving a stripper. (laughs) We're in love with a stripper. Yes. All right. (laughs) This is not L.A. law. All right. It's melting. Uh Uh-huh. Maybe. These boots were made for blank. Okay. Did we all do something bad? I got I to gotta be honest, guys. I don't know which one it is. I kind of try to do like L.A. law is too obvious. Yes. Because I would assume that there would be some sort of like nakedness involved with L.A. Mm-hmm. Um, these boots could mean a lot of things. Uh, something bad is... T- Let's go. It's melting. It's melting. So you picked the geological story. Oh, I'm good. <laughs> you picked the geological story. All right, so there's been a doomsday scenario in the Antarctic. Okay. All right. Um, The Antarctic? The Antarctic, right? Uh, Scientists have determined there's... uh, So the doomsday glacier, the Thwaites, Pine Island, Pope glaciers in the Amundsen Sea region of West Antarctica are Mm -hmm. situated on a hotbed of geothermal heat flux. Okay. So for years, scientists have been studying what why these um, glaciers have been melting. Okay. They wanted to attribute it to global warming. Mm-hmm. They Evil did humans. science. They did That's science. Humans. I love when scientists do science, okay? Not like trademarked science. Yes. I think Fauci gets kickbacks on that. Yes. Okay. Um, so scientists have used uh, cosmogenetic nucleoside concentrations and bedrock cores to determine the ice sheet is presently around eight times thicker than it was for most of the last 8,000 years. It's thicker. It's thicker. It is melting, right? When the ice thickness ranges but between two, two miles and seven miles. Okay. It says M. I'm assuming it's miles. I mean, it's meters. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so what happened is they went and did a study. So the Earth's crust is about 40 kilometers thick in most places. Okay. Underneath this ice sheet in Antarctica, it's only like 16 to 18 kilometers thick. So it's very Very thin, thin, and there's a lot of geothermal activity underneath it. That means hot. So it's not humans melting the ice from above. It's the Earth melting it from 
below, within. from within. Mm-hmm. And so it's kind of interesting because for years people have said, oh, that part of Antarctica is melting. Look at what global warming is doing. Yeah. It's really kind of the planet just telling you, I'm a little hot. At this age, the planet might be having a hot flash. Well, <laughs> rude, because some of us do. Um, I've heard for a while that we're actually more of in like a mini, mini ice age than we are in a hot part mm-hmm. of the Earth's history. And so this could be the Earth trying to regulate back to a warmer cycle. There was a time when grapes grew wild in in Ireland and Scotland. Mm-hmm. I mean, there was a time when the earth was warmer without there being any cars. Well, anywhere. Greenland was green because why? Because it was green. Because it was They didn't get there and say, look at all that ice and snow. Let's call it Greenland. But it wasn't moldy ice. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, maybe it's just the earth trying to get back to a warmer time. Yes. Tim. <laughs> all right. So Tim, you can mail those $51 bills to me. <laughs> You can mail them. Hey, 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 no side deals during the show. <laughs> Keep that in the private comments what? and text message. All right, Bobby says that it's got to be boots. Okay. See, men can always find this, the stripper story. Women, thought, I'm not so sure, but men can find the stripper story. All right, so... Y'all can sniff out a stripper. Yeah, <laughs> <you guys> can, <laughs> yes. All right, so according to this website... And, and it's like a, like, I'm going to tell you, I have no faith in the story. Okay. But it's a story you guys would like. It's it's out right. on a site that follows celebrities. So, disclaimer. So, I'm just disclaiming, I have no faith in this, right? <laughs> yeah. Whatsoever. Right. Okay? Just because of where the source was. Mm-hmm. It's, it, it's one of those sources in Hollywood that follows people and reports things. Okay. Now, may or may not be true. I have no idea. But this right. is the story. All right? Iconic filmmaker Quentin Tarantino. Oh, man. Apparently has a foot fetish. I've heard this. That's why these boots were made for something. Ah. Right? So. Ew. Quentin Tarantino Mm. has been accused Mm -hmm. of going to a strip club in Las Vegas. Uh Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Asking for a dancer Uh to go into the VIP room with him. Mm Mm-hmm. At which time... The song in the 90s told me there's no sex in the champagne room. Uh, so. I've never been Maybe in one. Maybe if you're Quentin Tarantino, yes. you know it's different. So he um, he asked the young lady, mm-hmm. right, uh, to take off her boots. Oh, no. Which he then proceeds to lick and kiss mm. her feet. Mm. Mm. Yes. No. And according to the story, he paid her $10,000... Yeah. To lick and kiss her feet. Evidently, that didn't buy discretion, though. Well, I... <laughs> she then went to TMZ and for $20,000 ratted him out. Uh, <laughs> and according to this, he wanted to lick her feet until they looked like prunes. Oh, that's a lot. That's a lot. Yeah. I know. I ate a long time ago. I told you guys not to eat. Remember, I warned you yesterday. Quentin Tarantino is not... The guy I would want to offer me $10,000 to lick my feet. Yes. I say ew because I imagine she had been in those boots for a long time. So, like, if you're going to do that kind of thing, I would think you would want them to be freshly washed. 
So if he dies, if athlete's foot in the future, we'll know why. Out of a boot. Yeah. That who knows what has happened in. Supposedly, Uma Thurman said that he drank champagne or liquor out of her shoes one time. I believe that. I believe that. Look, sorry. Would you? Would you? Would you let a man pay you ten thousand dollars to lick your feet? Tim only has fifty woman. right now, but he is working. I'm married. Woman. Would Louie let? <laughs> if You're gonna they, have to barter with if, my husband. If he was gonna pay off Louie's school debt, <laughs> I'm just kidding. That's an end. Inter- <laughs> my shoes are flip flops, so like, yeah. There's a whole different level to that. I, you have to, as, as a stripper, you have to be like, well, it could have been worse, right? Right, I mean, it could have been so worse. The amount of requests that poor woman probably gets i don't know that would tickle so i have like a, a are quest- you allowed to laugh I, I, have, I would that would think that would tickle i have a question for our listeners uh-huh. and for you so i need i need oh, comments man. and feedback oh, back no. right so which of these two professions sees the worst of humanity hollywood right? and, and, or strippers no no not I, hollywood creates most of this stuff so I got thinking about the stripper, right? Someone mm-hmm. goes to the stripper and asks for these crazy things. Okay. And then they have to go to confession and confess these things to priests. You're assuming that so, so is it the So is it the clergy that hears the worst of humanity, or is it the strippers that get the worst of humanity? The strippers. You think the strippers? Because they have visuals and they have stories. The priests are in a booth. They only get a story. There's no visual? There's no visual component to that. I imagine these, these stri- and I'm, I say poor girl, but there are male strippers too. I bet they get, I, oh, I went to a Thunder from Down Under show in Las mm-hmm. Vegas mm-hmm. when I was in my 20s. And what was funny was I was at a table with a friend of mine, my mom and my aunt. And at one point, the men yell out, who here is happily married? And it was only the ladies at my table that were like, (laughs) Everyone else is, that's why we're here. (laughs) Yeah. So they were like, okay, well, we're not going to get $100 bills shoved down our pants from that table. (laughs) Well, as bad as this is when I'm asking that question about the strippers and the priests, I think people that are doing bad things are probably more likely to tell the stripper they've done a bad thing than they want to confess to the priest that they've done a bad thing. Well, they probably edit the version that goes to the priest. Yeah, maybe I would say doctors get the worst of it, especially emergency department doctors. Oh, I, I thought you were like talking weeks later, the doctors the get the worst of it. ones that have to hear like whatever story yeah. there is for why yeah. things are stuck in various places. Uh, I used to go on surf trips for the doc that worked in the ER. I have nightmares <laughs> over the story. I asked him to tell me worst possible Tim ER can't stories. can confirm that this is a real thing. Oh, man. That he knows of a situation that was similar to Quentin Tarantino. I, I don't doubt it. I have a, I will not name names. Yeah. But I have uh, friends that are married uh, they do not live in St. Augustine. Yeah. And I joked with the wife one time and about, uh, does your husband have a foot fetish? And she says, you have no idea. And I was like, I was just joking. I just, I was just. Yeah. He had made a comment that was a random comment. And you're like, mm-hmm. does that mean he had? And you're like, she's like, you have no idea. So, yeah, very nice people. I, I like mean- them. I judge not what you do yeah, within the confines of your relationship. No. I 
I don't think you should be outsourcing that kind of behavior to people that you're paying. Wait a minute. Am I reading this right? Is Davey getting ready to add a pole class right after the the uh, cycling class? Oh no, he just says they got their athletes. Okay, sorry, Davey. I was people that can do pole work are crazy strong, dude. I don't disagree. They're strong. I don't disagree. I mean, people that can hold their entire body ninety degree angle out from the pole. Think about it, Davey. Davey can start a whole new exercise fat. On the bicycle for so many minutes, oh, my David. then on the pole for so many <laughs> minutes, then back on the bicycle. Yeah. Davey, that's a strength and aerobics class all at the same time. I'm, I'm you know, I'm not going to take the class. I will send you there just like the Chris, send me there for on the, on the beat reporting. Thanks. First of all, Louis texting me right now. Yes, send a man to that class. <laughs> if I'm going, he's going. Yeah. Oh, I mean, too funny. I do know sweet, innocent people who decided on a laugh to go into a strip club in New York City. And they were expecting, like, something. It was in New York City, and it was in a a very well-traveled part of New York City. And so they were expecting, like, what they saw on TV, because this was not something they did often. Yeah. And... They were so incensed. <laughs> Those women weren't doing anything fancy on the pole. They weren't dancing. They were just kind of sashaying around the stage and collecting their money. And they were like, why are people giving them money? They weren't They weren't twirling. There was no, like, upside down. They would kind of, like, drop a strap and then expect to have money. Uh, they should have texted Tim. Tim could have let them know where to go in New York City. In the future. In the future, you should text him. He can tell you where to go. I don't know. And they didn't know either. Um, But they had watched a lot of Sopranos, and Mm -hmm. so they were thinking, like, more acrobatic-type displays, like, were featured on the Sopranos. Turns out that's not what strip clubs are in New York City. And I thought it was hilarious when they told me this story because they were not people you would imagine no. would go in a place like that. No, I, I would completely agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. I think the that you're a Star a Trek fan, right? Yeah. Remember the remember Jerry Ryan from was it Star Trek Discovery? No, it wasn't Discovery. It was the one that was trapped way, Captain Jane Way. She was I married. Never watched that. My dad watched that one. She was. I never watched. She was that married one. to a politician, Voyager. Okay. Yeah, Voyager. Voyager. She's married to a politician. Guy takes mm-hmm. her to Europe and then takes her to a strip club. Mm-hmm. This is the guy I think that was running against Obama that got crushed when all of his divorce stuff came out. Oh, Some of this stuff guy? came out. Yeah. <laughs> yes, this was the beginning of Barack Obama's. Yes. Oh. Yeah. Thank right. you, Andy. I own a Voyager. Walmart Waltons. Walton. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay, Andy. You, uh, we know that you just work in that Anastasia Diner mm-hmm. just to cover. I did work with um, a girl with the last name Bush, and we kind of made a joke, are you related to the Anheuser-Busch family? Turns out she was, but very distantly, mm-hmm. and she had never met any of the like Anheuser-Busch Bushes, yep. but they did like track down all of their relatives and when she graduated he sent her a card with 50 bucks in it he never met her today that was was family and he congratulated her and sent her 50 bucks he would have sent her a coupon for a free (laughs) 
Juice of Bud Bud Light. Light (laughs) Three weeks to drink it before it's expired. Uh, uh, Oh, Cafe Erotica was the strip joint on 207, Davey. Don't act like you weren't there, there Davey. Don't act like you didn't have breakfast, lunch, and dinner there. There was a recruiter that wanted to hire the Marineland trainers. To go there. To dance at Cafe Erotica while I was there. Dolphin Girls at Cafe Erotica. Evidently, there had been trainers in the past that had worked there. And when she was one of the trainers was her server. And she was like, oh, any of your trainers that want to make some extra money, give and send her business card. And evidently, I had a job at Cafe Erotica if I wanted it. I did not want it. And I did not take her up on that. But it's great for you, like with Louie. Hey. You know, you are married to someone who had a job at Cafe Rock. If I wanted it. If I wanted it, Lloyd, just remember that. It's a, it's a great thing to throw out there. I think if you can dance in the slightest, you probably had a job at Cafe Erotica. Yes. All right, so we have two topics left. Two topics left. All right, this is not L.A. law. Mm-hmm. And did we all do something bad? I feel like that's the same sentence. <laughs> Let's start with, this is not L.A. law. This is not L.A. law. Okay. So I got this story a couple days ago, and I kind of shelved it. I didn't really want to talk a whole lot about it. Um, There was uh, a speaker, and I'm not even going to name her name, because I'm so incensed (laughs) about what she said, but the City of New York Law Commencement, she's a speaker there. Uh, She's uh, from a foreign country, Yemen. All right. Right? She, She... she came from Yemen. Mm-hmm. She gets to go to law school. Okay. Right? I, great for her. And then completely runs down the United States that the New York cops are fascists. A mm-hmm. um, uh, lot of, of comments that um, anti-Semitic mm-hmm. uh, against Jewish people and white supremacy. She might have been all, related to my commencement speaker when I was in New York getting really? graduating from college. All, all of this... Terrible. Applauded by the president of the college. Of course. Until the speech goes viral. Oh. The mayor of New York actually called out the speech. Okay. Now, he's a Democrat. He's not exactly where, you know, he disagrees with some of this stuff from time to time. Mm-hmm. But this speech was so bad. Mm-hmm. Right? And people are like, wait a minute. You came from Yemen. In Yemen, you probably wouldn't be able to go to law school. Would you In Yemen, you probably wouldn't be able to, to choose... Speak? The person you're going to marry. And you come to the United States and you tell us we're wrong. Mm -hmm. I I don't know about taking up a collection to send somebody back home to visit parents. (laughs) But, you know, if that's necessary, I'm more than willing to spearhead that. Bobby points out she has her First Amendment right to say it. Yes, she does. And she absolutely does. I guess what is annoying to some of us is that she's a guest here and she's benefiting from the system that we have established, and then she's just constantly pooping on it while she's reaping the rewards just, from that system. Just, just do me a favor. Name mm-hmm. the last thing that Yemen contributed to the world. Oh, I'll he's wait. Talking, he's talking I'll about wait. the strippers. Yeah, he was talking about the strippers. My These bad. guys aren't going to say, we brought up beginning. strippers, they never stopped talking about them in the comments. Maybe her problem is that she is one of those strippers and she wasn't paid very well. <laughs> I do not think that. So I think she's it is New York, right? I think she's I think she's a Muslim heritage. Oh. So I don't think the stripping thing I'm I'm looking at the picture and and some of the topics okay. don't strike me as that. 
But All yeah, right. name America's done a lot of great things in the last two hundred and some years. Tell me what Yemen's Something done. Like that. Civil war. If you want to go somewhere that they are perfecting civil war, and maybe that's They've it. The maybe that she is exporting the one thing that Yemen is good at. Yeah. Come here and get a civil war started here, so it's more like home. Well, she's working her way towards that. Maybe she's just homesick. Yeah. <laughs> Tim, what do you want your your fifty dollars back in your I beer? I received it. Yeah. Yeah. I can give you my PayPal. You can send it. I was talking about. <laughs> ah. All right. So I, I just think that is, uh, we talked about it earlier in the show, this was that topic. Yeah. Uh, you get an opportunity to migrate to the United States, you get an opportunity to be a lawyer, mm-hmm. and you diss on the country that did that for you. Mm-hmm. I would like you to prove how brave you are, take your law degree back to Yemen, mm-hmm. put out a sign that says you're a female lawyer in Yemen, tell us how it goes, mm-hmm. tell us how it went when it's over next week. Mm-hmm. I just think that that smacks of so much hypocrisy. And she's allowed to get up there and say whatever she wants yeah. to say. That That's part of the United States, right? Yeah. If if you went to Yemen... Go to Yemen and, and voice an equal amount of vitriol towards that country. And towards that, that country's works. religion yeah. and see how that works out for you. Yeah. See if that works for you and how long you're alive. Mm-hmm. How long your family's alive. It kind of reminds me of an encounter I had on my honeymoon. So Louie and I honeymooned in Arizona. Wait, wait, wait. Arizona. Wait a minute. This doesn't no involve strippers. strippers. Okay. No <laughs> we just got to make sure. No strippers. Not on my honeymoon. There are some young people that do listen to the show. <laughs> yeah, my kids. <laughs> so we're visiting archaeological sites uh, in um, Arizona. And one of the sites had um, petroglyphs and uh, cave paintings, that kind of thing. And so a woman that was being guided on the tour by the park ranger with us questioned oh when how old did you say this was and they were drawn around the same time as her people in egypt were you know living amongst large statues and pyramids and had a very advanced society and she was just very condescending and eye roll about how primitive the americans were and I'm sitting here thinking, like, okay, well, the prevailing idea of how people got to the United States, mm-hmm. what is United States now, is that they walked out of Africa. So your people stopped. They stopped early in that journey, and they built a civilization. Good on them. Great for you. The people that did those cave drawings continued to walk. Mm-hmm. And... When you're a hunter and gatherer and you're traveling this huge distance to go from somewhere in Africa where the cradle mm-hmm. of life was all the way to Arizona, like maybe have a little grace for the fact that they had any kind of artistic or history making at mm-hmm. that point because they had spent a lot of time walking as a culture. Mm-hmm. So, like, have a little grace. The comparison isn't equal. Uh, it's I, not like they were beamed over there by Scotty. No, no, it's not. They, they took risks. very condescending. They, they took risks. They died along the way. It annoyed me. Have you not watched 1883 Yellowstone? It shows you how bad it was getting across the country. We have Paramount Plus now. Did I'm about really? to watch 1893. Oh, <laughs> you're going to love. I was so mad at Yellowstone. I didn't really watch much of the Yellowstone Re- rerun this weekend yeah it was it was on paramount well, we got paramount plus so that we could watch the fifth season or what there is of the fifth season and it's not on there it's not on paramount plus 
Yes. And so, so <laughs> we're just going to have to I, do prequels now. I, I was so mad. Yeah. The prequels are great. I was so mad at Kevin Costner and all this junk that, hey, this is going to be the end of it. And, mm-hmm. you know, and it's really, it's got to be, um, hey, I don't want to do this shooting anymore. I don't want to do that. It's such a great series. And I wasn't going to watch it. And then I turned on one episode and it was a really good episode yeah. with a lot of heartwarming and family stuff. And I'm like, damn it. <laughs> I want to be mad at this show and I can't be. Well, I haven't seen it. And so all these articles about will it, won't it, are they going to complete it, blah, blah, blah. I keep having to like scroll past it without trying to read the headline because I don't want any accidental spoilers. So I'm just. Um... There's a little piece of me that's just like hoping beyond hope, mm-hmm. right? That. This all this about season five is just so they can blow up. Oh yeah, we are doing a season six. Yeah, but anyway, we'll see what happens. Okay, I hope they get a chance to finish it. We have one topic left. One left. You guys have avoided this one. You should have avoided it's California. it. California. Don't know that was L.A. law. That we just LA did that. Yeah, okay. this is not L.A. law because it was New York. All right. Law being mad at the entire country. Uh-huh. L.A. law. They'd be a little. Well, that was kind of an interesting show with a lot of crazy stuff. That was reality TV for lawyers before there was I reality think that TV. That was the first time I ever heard of a foot fetish. Yeah, I think LA Stewart law. had one. <laughs> if it was Stewart, you guys tell me I'm right. Yeah, I think it was Stewart. I don't know. I'm not hundred. What Narnie? I was. I don't think Arnie young, had the foot so fetish. So I didn't know what uh, what they were getting at when they found the man with yeah. all of these women's shoes. Yep. And my mom quickly told me to go to bed. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. I like Bobby's comment. They were all comprised mostly of males, and they didn't ask for directions until they got to Arizona. Well, Actually, maybe they, they just, were leaving directions in the cave. <laughs> they, got tired of, they got tired of not taking directions and just stopped in Arizona. Yeah. All right. Um, all right. We did something bad. Romeo and Juliet. Do you remember watching this stupid movie... About this stupid book by this stupid author, William Shakespeare. I'm offended. I'm not. I thought it was I, crazy. I appreciate William Shakespeare's work. I appreciate the story, although now that I'm an adult, I'm like, you idiot kids. But still, um, yeah, I do remember this, and I did watch it. So I was in lit class where we read Romeo and Juliet, and we watched this version Right around the time that the Leonardo DiCaprio version came out. Yeah. And so we got to watch both of them. Okay. And so we were like the only people in the theater that got the jokes of the different sword names and the different like cutlery names being etched on the guns and things. And so that was a very, that's a very fun memory for me. And the naked scene. Yes. On the one that we're about to talk about. From the 1970s. My teacher was, we didn't have edit. It wasn't like. It is today where you could just like screen record and just cut that out and then safely sit back and play on your phone while your students watch it. So we didn't have that. So she's got a TV on an AV cart strapped down watching this on a VHS tape. And she just walks up with her sweater and just does this and blocks the TV. Blocks the TV. Yes. She knew it down to a T. Yes. She just nonchalantly walks up, holds up her sweater, blocks the boobies. And then as soon as they're covered, again she walks back to her desk what was it was her boobies and i think it was his rear end i don't know but you missed that you missed the both of them but I yeah never watched, they actually never showed this at cps oh yeah when we were in school they actually showed Full this to nudity? us i don't i can't remember the nudity part i think they blacked that out Do you remember a teacher holding it? i don't remember it was on a really big screen they had Maybe they, they had the they put the whole school in there 
right? I mean, there was, I don't know, six, well, seven classes of kids in there was watching this. It was probably on a reel-to-reel if it was on a big It was screen. on a reel-to-reel. So they could have cut that. They could have cut those frames out. And yeah. they could have just spliced it back together. Or just put something over it's it. It's different with a VHS. You can't access the tape. To so anyway, it. the two actors were teenagers. Okay. The director told them there yes. won't be any nudity. Liar. Li- Imagine a Hollywood director lying about nudity. That must have been the first and only time that that ever happened. (laughs) Ever. It wasn't the first. I just want everyone to know Harvey Weinstein was not the director of this. It was in 1968. It might have inspired him. At least this director might have inspired him. I don't know. Anyway, so the director talks him into doing this. Years later, they sue, claiming it's pornography. Like decades later. Decades. They're in their 70s. They're in an entirely different century now. Yes. (laughs) <laughs> geologically physically mentally yes fully yes a hundred percent and politically they've decided to sue because me too happened and they just now got the me too memo yes okay they both have been lauded for these roles they've mm-hmm. gotten all kinds of opportunities to, to star in other things because of these roles never had a problem with it until now the judge of course threw the case out Right, mm-hmm. it's it's. However, I think New York's going to let them reapply. Think about it. Just take a second and think about it. Take a beat. You guys will figure it out. It's kind of one of those things you threw out there. Yeah. Um, but anyway, uh, I I was never a fan of William Shakespeare. Right. I just because you speak Southern and you don't get it. No, I mean you have two <laughs> kids uh-huh. that have their whole lives in front of them. Mm-hmm. And because their families are fighting over something, mm-hmm. right? Do what the people that did that got to America. Get up and leave. Just run off in the middle that of the was night. The plan. They screwed it up. They both ended up dead. The plan was yeah. to fake their death so that they could run away. Just run away. Run away. Run away. Are you claiming that they received ill counsel from their religious leader? I, I think if you had your whole life, mm-hmm. right? They were both fairly attractive people. They could have figured this thing out. And that was just desperation. I think Shakespeare was tired of writing it, so he just he killed them off. He didn't want there to be a sequel. Rude. I, I, I think he pulled a Stephen King and he didn't know what to do with it, so he just ended it terribly. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't know. I can't. I think Shakespeare was so unhappy. He's like, I got to show unhappiness in the world, and so what's the best thing to do? Here's two young people madly in love with one another mm-hmm. who could fix their family's problems that haven't been fixed in 100 years, and I'll just kill them off. Who would have thought there would have been more boobies in this story than the stripper story? I don't remember seeing her feet, which is why Quentin Tarantino has never made a remake of this. Maybe not. Yep. There was a producer that was involved with Nickelodeon. Mm-hmm. which is a kid's channel yep. that evidently had a foot fetish. And there's all kinds of like 90s into the 2000s. There's all kinds of like weird inclusion of the teenage girl's feet yep. in shows. Yeah. And is this a Hollywood thing? I don't know. I don't, I don't know. know. Is it like a <laughs> magnet? I mean, in my, in my world, Darcy's like, do you like my shoes? I'm like, Yeah. I mean, I never say anything other than, yeah, are they comfortable? It took yeah. you two weeks to notice I was wearing makeup. <laughs> well, it's because we didn't have a makeup chair in the studio. We Pete wanted one, and we told him how much it was going to cost, and he yanked it out of the budget. Well, Pete is naturally handsome. He, he is incredibly. Makeup. I tell you what, Troy could use some makeup in the morning. No comment. I think Troy could use some makeup. Davey, he's just a shining star. Yeah. 
He is. He needs no improvement. Nope, nope. All that exercise, he's fine. Like a fine wine. Yes, he is. Very much so. And preserved through all of that chlorine. <laughs> Very much so. Yeah. All right, so that was kind of our show tomorrow. Yeah. It's me and you. Maybe, maybe a guest, maybe not. But I think yeah. uh, the Blevins boys are coming back in. Ooh. They're coming back in. I'm gonna, ha- I'm gonna have to figure out how to, how to trip Blake up a little bit tomorrow. Mm. I'm gonna have to find Blake's some. Watching. I saw well, him. I, I may have to. I know Blake's on there, but Blake does really good research, and yeah. Blake may or may not have Google activated in the other room. So I'm gonna have to figure something out. Are we gonna do all in studio to play trivia? We must see. Oh, I tell you what. When Blake gets up by five, I'll make him come in the studio. <laughs> Blake, I feel is, like I'm being railroaded here. You should be like Troy. There's like a bros before hoes thing going on right now. Well, it, the other thing that was was great is when Pete was losing at Best Guess, he hated it, and then when he made his epic comeback one year and beat Troy, mm-hmm. it was he was like the favorite thing for him to do. Yeah. Yeah. And now he's like, I hate that again. It's like, well, you haven't played in a while. He was really good for a while. Pete's beat me. I don't know if I've ever come back and beat him. I think I've only played him once. (laughs) And he won. And he did what I did with Risk. Yes. I won. won, I'm done. I don't have to play this darn thing again. All right. You guys have a great evening. Uh, We'll be back Thursday, which is our Friday. Yay. And we'll be very happy about that. Thanks for watching.